You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! So oh, yeah, that's here we are. Yeah. Here we are. We just had a little uh, catch up, friendly catch up that turned into the episode. So we figured we might as well start now. Yeah, why? Why we're we're talking we're talking cash? So yeah, you, wherever you're finding as much money as you just put into this stock, you were telling me about that mm. we're not going to talk about on the air. Mm. Uh, you lock that shit away. <laughs> you you shouldn't have access to that amount of money. Well. Um, you know, I uh, it's just a it's a little thing I do once a year. I made money off of it, so I mean, God bless. It's nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you where I'm at in life right now. Um, <laughs> okay. It was inevitable for anyone who knew me that this shit was gonna happen, so it's like not Uh-oh. not terribly surprising. But I <laughs> I went to an ATM a couple days ago, and it's like, man, I hate paying ATM fees. I hate that shit. And then I had to go again today. And I'm like, man, I hate that shit. I hate paying fucking ATM fees. Because it's the, the fee you pay at the ATM, and then Bank of America charges you like another two bucks on top of it. Man, I hate paying that shit. Is this so, like a Seinfeld like uh, routine? No, I get the deal. Okay, sorry. I got so like, I got weirdly amped about paying a $5 fee because it seems fucking obnoxious in 2017. Sure. Uh, so I started to like research other spots to open checking accounts and say, and so I, I basically uprooted my, you know, I started to open different accounts and moving th- move things in just to avoid the stupid fee, which is fine. Uh, I, I urge everyone to do it. But then it started me down this long path of like looking at my overall finances which i should do maybe a little more than i do but not too much um looking at like where i'm like heavy on risk and all you know all this shit (laughs) between my anger about atm fees and my general distrust of like the banking industry peppered with like a healthy dose of like reading too much about like the peter teals of the world you know like uh, all that shit (laughs) so today i started the long long process of buying golds and not investing in gold like i invested in like gold in a marketplace i legitimately purchased some gold that I'm going to keep in my house, <laughs> like not not like kidding? I'm investing in a gold market. I'm I'm <laughs> actually going to be having pieces of gold around me just in case things get bad. 
Like, it, again, this was inevitable for anyone who knew me that this is the path that my life would take. No, I just didn't expect awesome. it to happen until my 50s. Now, this is totally awesome and totally in keeping with uh, the latest news that we may very well enter into a nuclear conflict. Maybe um, that was it. Maybe all of this was just a fucking subconscious reaction to that. But yeah. I don't care. I don't Is it weird that I don't care that we're about it's to get gonna, into a nuclear war? Like, no, I kind of don't well, care. It's going to hit Hawaii. Right. Yeah, who cares? Like, they'll shoot I'd... something at Hawaii, and then we will level North Korea. It I'm saying, be... yeah, it'll just be so, like... And then yeah. what? I mean, North Korea, what? I mean, okay, a lot of people will die. And some Hawaiians will die. Dog the Bounty Hunter will die. Instantly. He will burn <laughs> to a crisp. Incinerated. Well, they said if it hits Hawaii, be there's, no, there's no 25-mile zone in Hawaii. It's like all, it's all like... Look, if you look into the fucking blast, your face will melt. Like, there's nowhere to run in Hawaii. <laughs> I want you to imagine being on, like, a little troller boat 150 miles off the coast of Maui. <laughs> and <laughs> catching that and being like, oh. well, I got a quarter tank of gas. <laughs> I'm not fully sure how to navigate this situation uh, here. Do I drift to Okinawa? Do I try my hardest to go back home? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All of this nuclear fallout is going to make me puke in about. 40 Maybe I'll just minutes. kill the engines and I'll just uh, I'll, I'll just wait to get sucked into like the garbage vortex in the center of the Pacific and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you could start a new life. You could get sucked away. Maybe, uh, maybe garbage discover pirate, nuclear garbage pirate. <laughs> You know what? I think that's the of all the occupations, of all the grifty, weird occupations you will fall into in the dim former <laughs> United States, like the other, the alter university, the United States. Like everything looks like Mars from Total Recall, but it's in the United <laughs> States because you know, because L.A., you know, because L.A., New York, Washington D.C. all hit with nuclear missiles or whatever. But everybody else is just chilling, like. Uh, people in Chicago were just like, whoa. You know? <laughs> like, pretty weird. much. Like, it's just far enough away where you're just like, whoa. Like, you call your aunt in New York, and there's, like, no answer, and you're like, oh, I guess, you know, if you get over the initial shock of people you know dying. Like, oh, the members of Les Savi Favre are dead. They'll never get back together. Like, no, no more blonde redhead. No more blonde redhead. They're all, no, you know, they're all dead. Fucking all the visionaries that we've grown to love and cherish are dead. And then, uh, Sadly, you know. Thurston Moore was in Texas at the time, so he's chilling. <laughs> he's all good. Thurston Moore is like posting he's on He's blogging Instagram. now. It's great. You should yeah, read it. It's terrible. He's posting on Instagram with a 19-year-old girl. He's like, oh, thank God, we were, <laughs> thank God we were in this micro-tel in Austin. We we're fine. Uh, fortunately, our, my estate in uh, Amherst is completely wiped out. Where Jay Mascus is my caretaker. Jay, I hope you're okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> Vesuvius-style husk shaped like Jay Mascus mowing <laughs> Thurston Moore's former lawn. Yes. Jay Mascus, posts, Jay Mascus Instagram posts are not as positive. <laughs> well, I am, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in my basement and um, I'm feeling really sick. Uh, uh, he's like, call oh, like... Did you see the, um, there's a video th of a guy who... Oh, I thought you were about to ask me the same question I was about to ask you. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go. You go, because you have a better question. I know. I was just about to ask if you caught that 
one day were part of the internet internet broke because that guy from like fucking Northampton Jetta posed a photo with Jay Maskus yes. buying like a new shitty cruise. <laughs> Buying a VW Golf. So good. And I said, Incredible. like, I think I said something like, this is like, you know, years, years, decades of playing shitty clubs. And this is what you have to show for it. It's funny because when you look at the photo, you can see it. Like, his face tells the entire story in yes. gruesome detail. Oh, my God. Really yes. good. I'm looking this up now. And if I find it, I'm going to send it to you. Perfect. Oh my god. I, I um <clears throat> Yeah, it hit fucking it blew up. It's him. <laughs> yeah. A V Club ran with it. They said, let's all congratulate Jay Maskus on his brand new VW golf. Jay Maskus is really into layers. He's wearing a uh, he's also parked in a handicapped spot, which I find fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing like a uh, a jean jacket and then like a Patagonia jacket over it. Total rich guy move. But not rich like indie rock rich like, hey, you know my my savings account has a comma in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like I I I spent the I spent like a couple of advances, but I make my money up by touring. We're fine. You know, enough not to fine. get a VW. You're not belt. fine. You got to buy gold, J Maskus. You can't be buying a fucking Jetta. You got to buy gold or VW, whatever it is. Do buy start, gold. Do we start an indie rock like investment firm? Because there's something called Fresh Books out there, which is supposed to be like the punk version of QuickBooks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, because punks are good with their money. So it's like, yeah, let's make Fresh Books, and then we can figure out, you know, how much you're making on your record store slash guitar repair place slash... Are you asking if you and I should become the weird hardcore version of the show Ballers? Because the answer is definitely yes. Like, oh, yeah. for we sure. Could be hardcore. We could be... I always said we should be hardcore Shark Tank. But instead of them coming in with ideas, they come in and play a song for us. <laughs> and we decide whether or not to invest in your band. Like, you play a song for us, and it's always no. It's always like, I'm out. And this is why. It's like the British version, where they rarely invest in anything unless it's really good. I get it, right? Like, I get it what you're trying to do. I get that you're about the system, and I, I support that. But right now, I don't feel like the songwriting's there. So for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. You know, I wanted, I really came in here wanting to, like when you walked in, you had the swagger, you had the style. Um, loved the song. Halfway through the song, it just lost me. I don't know why. Um, I uh, was informed that you'd have less than a thousand Twitter followers, so for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> That'd be a great show. That would be a great show. would be like you, me, fucking uh, uh, Rick to Life. Neil Tribal War, Patrick. and uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know who the last one would be. I guess Choke. We'll get Choke in on this. It'd be choke. a great show. Yeah. They would take over, and they would think that they're going to be rich all of a sudden. These old hardcore guys, man. You know, they'd be like, "Oh, yo, yo, like, yo, I feel you from the heart, bro. Like for real. Like I see what you're doing. And I, back in my day, always be back in my day." Ugh. Okay, we can switch. Gonna... Choke can be the guy that switches out every other week, and we'll yeah. put uh, we'll put the corpse of the guy from Blitz who got hit by a train there instead. We'll just sew <laughs> him back together and just fucking let him sit there and fucking grow whatever he grows. It's a high high stakes in the den where the the entire deal rests on the corpse of the guy from Blitz. <laughs> Blitz guy's corpse has been Blitz guy's oddly corpse. silent throughout the pitch. What say you? 
Oh, his, his arm fell off. I I guess that's a no. That's a no. Sorry. That's a pass. Uh, Sorry. Out. Or we like get together. We're like, wow, yeah. Okay, I'll do. Um, I'll give you two. I'll uh, give you twenty five hundred dollars. That's also really low amounts. <laughs> that's the biggest deal ever on fucking hardcore Shark Tank. Twenty five hundred dollars. I'll give you twenty five hundred dollars and uh, nineteen ninety nine Dodge Ram fifteen passenger van. For ninety percent of your band, with back end and royalties, and I want you to go out and in two years sell a million records. Hmm. Well, I'd like to hear what uh, disembodied corpse. <laughs> I'd like to hear what. What does Kent from Ebullition have to say? I haven't heard his <laughs> offer yet. God. What does Aaron Comet Bus have to say? <laughs> well, man. Um, well, uh, you know. Um, it's the buzzing sound. What does James is mean from Fury of Five have to say? <laughs> Yo, man, from the heart, I you know when I listen to you play, it's like my career didn't even happen. I'm all in, man. Whatever it takes to get this deal done. He's like has no concept. Like all the all the deals go to James is mean when we have like a bad deal. We're like James, don't you want to invest in new bands? They said they sound like a like a like if Armors for Sleep just woke up from a nap. You want to invest in that, right? Yeah, dude, I'm fucking totally into the new scene. They let you swear because it's on cable, you know. Totally into the new scene. I just want to. I just kind of want to figure out where bands are going. Great, good. And you, you can you can devote all all of your winnings from Fury of Five to Shark Tank. So. When you look at media, you had three channels. Yeah. Three basic networks for years. Six, ten, thirteen. For so long. Until, like, cable TV came out, but it was like this this weird oddity. It was just, like, fucking, like, uh, uh, cable access and shit like that. It wasn't really till Fox became the fourth network on UHF... That everything kind of broke open, and that's when cable became a thing, and all of a sudden you had... I remember I got my first cable, it was 37 channels, in fucking heaven. In heaven. <laughs> oh my god, so right? So much. Channels um, you've never seen before, like WWOR. Yeah, you, what, what is it? It's insane. The Weather Channel is transfixed by the Weather Channel. Yeah. Um, so you had that, and then you had... What, you got to like 100 channels... And then, like, 500 channels. And then you had 500 channels. And then, like, proto-Netflix. Like, what is this? <laughs> Netflix is going to try and show movies on the internet? That's stupid. That'll never happen. I actually remember... Do you remember when you and I were in... Um, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm drawing a blank. What is the fucking town down south you lived in that I can't remember? For some fucking... Louisville. Louisville. Um, yeah. We're in Louisville, and we're in a diner. And we're in a diner with one of your friends. Actually, pivotal night in my life yeah. is describing Yerba Mate. Like years before Yerba Mate was ever a thing. Like Mark it was like you had to like go out and find it. Yeah, Mark Fulkerson. He was, so, he was always ahead of the curve. Mark Fulkerson, R.I.P., um, is... <laughs> uh, I have no idea who he is. I don't know if he's dead or alive. <laughs> um, alive. Is telling me about Yerba Mate. And I'm like... What is this fucking loon talking about? Like, what? Are they, what? This is this sounds crazy. And then 
10 minutes later, we were in this weird diner, and the news was like, Netflix is going to start playing movies over the internet. And I looked at me like, that's retarded. That'll never work. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know I just said retarded. Sorry. Like, it's, I'm trying to work it out of my vocabulary, but it still pops up every now and then. No, you're um, using it for the proper, you know, you can use it. In, you can still use it in business. It's fine. I'm also telling a story about 2004. So I think, yeah. like, it's still, uh, it's still fair game. Yeah, weird night. So uh, streaming Netflix and Yerba Mate came to me in the same 20-minute span, and both times I was like, this sounds crazy. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but so you had, all right, 500 channels and proto-Netflix, and then you had, like, Hulu, and Hulu was only used by, like, teenagers, and it was just, like, some, it, like, Hulu was some, like, perpetrating bullshit yeah. when it came out. It was, oh, like, some nonsense, it. you know, all that shit. And then you had Amazon, and so you had like cable, and then all these competing streaming formats, and then every channel started to get their own. And now today, like yeah. Disney said they're leaving Netflix to start their own streaming service. Like anyone with a fucking brain would ever give a fuck about any of that shit. Moms fucking care. yeah, like oh, we're gonna have a Star Wars streaming streaming channel. Good, fuck you. Take Star Wars yeah. with you. Please um, take that to another part of the you world. know what? You stream it on Mars, and I'm gonna send nukes to it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking hijack a SpaceX rocket and just fly it into Mars like it's fucking 9/11, but for Star Wars and Mars. Um, so you had all these things, and so you you went from this single or like this three tier entertainment to more things than you can possibly ever watch in a lifetime. And now we're pitching ideas like Punk Shark Tank that in another generation there will be enough bandwidth and money to actually do. Like, sure. it, just through population growth and the fact that, like, the economy expands and whatnot. So we're just a generation before our time, mm. which is so sad. I think it's fine. I think when we're both in our 50s, we'll make it up. You can maybe. still pitch. There's people, like... Still pitch. Like, we can get on the ground floor of that shit. And then by maybe in our 70s, that shit will start to take hold and we'll, we'll do all right. There's people like Paul F. Thompson who are like late forties, who still pitch all the time. We can just do it. Yeah. Like I know I, if um, I were to pitch like it's like Saint Elmo's fire, but in prison. <laughs> it's like, like short circuit, but in prison. It's like um, Johnny Five and short with if Johnny Five from Short Circuit was a mall cop. Yeah. Uh, it's like the Shawshank Redemption, but Johnny Five uh, rapes Andy Dufresne. It's like it's a, one of the weirdest scenes in cinema history. It's wild. It's like, um, it's like La Bamba, <laughs> but instead of people dying, they buy an amusement park. Yeah, that sounds. Sounds great. Kind of we have balance. more money we know what to do with, so we're going to fund this. Oh, my God, right? My God. Um, I was watching Game of Thrones yesterday, hmm. and uh, there's shit that they've been... like Basically, in this last week, it occurs to you in the, the span of about 40 seconds that the past like six years of this show have just been like this foreplay teaser lead up thing and you finally get to come this week it's really it, it was like it was actually fascinating i was 
I was really impressed by how much like composure they managed to hold for uh, for six years. It was actually it was pretty remarkable. Um, but I was watching it and there's like a ton of special effects and they're not done that great. They're like they're done fine, but it's not like no one's no one's fooled. And it occurred to me <laughs> that we're only a couple years away from people like you and I having the technology to do that kind of special effects. And like we're only a couple years away from let's say you me and five of our closest friends get together and we're like we want to do a show about you know whatever with this insane special effects budget and be able to do it in the same way that like indie games used to be two pixels would like swing three pixel swords at each other until one would die and now indie games are like legitimate and it's still one or two or three people doing it the technology has just gotten better so yeah it's really like the shit that people are going to be able to do to cater to their bizarrely fucking like uh, walled garden interests over the next like 20 years is gonna be fascinating get Absolutely. excited no it's it's that's that's just the way it goes and uh i for one i'm very happy um that technology will benefit us in the future we may run for office yeah i think i'm just excited because the like the big companies are gonna have to step up their shit to keep up so We'll be able to watch small, like, whatever, small indie interesting answers to nobody and has, like, risk and skin in the game fucking Game of Thrones or whatever. But then, just by virtue of all the extra money to compete being thrown into mainstream shit, we'll also get to put on VR helmets and watch Marshawn Lynch kick in my front door and, like, <laughs> choke slam Colin Kaepernick through my kitchen window or, like, my kitchen wall and that's just going to be part of the experience of like watching football. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. It's it's, it's very it's anything what a time. To, what a time anything, to be alive. Anything to change uh, the way things are going now. Justin Kiss and I watched preseason football last week and it was very bad. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Cardinals Cowboys, my friend. Oh, wow. Yeah. What could ever compel you to watch that game preseason or not? Because football <laughs> dark. is back. Football and is back. I got the email from NFL Sunday Ticket asking if I was yeah. going to renew. Ah, surprise! They weren't asking. They were telling me I auto-renewed. <laughs> they got me, but I was <laughs> no, getting it anyway. Uh, football's back, and it's better than ever. And I, I haven't have... watched any Giants camp or anything this no. year. How bad am I you're looking? You're busy, man. You're busy. Yeah, it's true. You're busy. You're, you're, you're a, Did Ryan Nassib fucking like, light off a suicide vest on the 40-yard line yet, or, or no? <laughs> Look, no, he'll prefer to do that when he's back in his uh, Marriott hotel room. <laughs> it's funny because all those guys live in New Jersey, right? More like New York. Yeah. But they have to stay in a team motel. I thought about that the other day. Is it, a team, is it necessarily a team building exercise to all stay in the same place? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much. You're in, the ma- you're in management. You all team? get you just sit around and you all listen to fucking J- JPP fucking <laughs> nail like a questionable hooker through very thin walls. Yeah, it's like oh don't don't worry about my hand, baby. It's, more, it's more, more. Okay, it's more. Fucking JPP again. JPP is very dumb. He can't get enough. You know when they say he's a dominant player, it extends to the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's my, that's like, because they're laying off everybody at ESPN, we could totally parlay 
This is the episode where we talk about our parlay. Interesting. We've already come up with Punk Tank. And now we're talking about doing uh, sports where we just talk. We're, we're blue. We just talk blue. Hmm. That's pretty we're good. Like, so, fuck what you heard. JPP was bad on the field because last night he went yard on two back page hookers. And they didn't even show up together. One was waiting. <laughs> he had pulled a, the, you know, the chair that comes at the desk. <clears throat> you know, like the chair you get at the desk in the sure. Marriott. Put that in the sure, in whatever the you're sure, <laughs> sure, yeah. I uh, and you know he signed up. There was a there was a story today on Pro Football Talk where James Winston was viewed as a man of the people because he opted for no, like he opted for more points in lieu of uh, refreshed towels every day at the Marriott. That's how bare, barren <sighs> the NFL landscape is right now, as far you know as what, stories though? go. I do that too. Yeah, well, oh yeah, as a Marriott, Marriott Gold member, I am uh, <laughs> I am proud to say that I tell them not to bother refreshing my linens and towels. I'll take the extra five Marriott points. I don't need it. It's cool. Did you ever think that you would say as a you would start a sentence as a Gold member of Marriott? I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot of shit about gold I didn't expect to do in this episode. But here we are. Like this is just where my life is at right now. Yeah, you you know you remind me of gold. Remember that song? You remind me of gold. No, Speaking I remember the I remember Goldmember, the finest of the Austin Powers movies. But no, <laughs> other than that, I don't. <laughs> that wonderful, uh, that wonderful fucking movie that everybody loved and everybody yeah. did. Mm. You know, it was pretty much mm. movies when we used to go see movies. Like when people like our age were like go to movies all the time. You realize that we went pretty much from Beavis and Butthead impressions. To Austin Powers impressions, to Borat impressions. Yeah, just quick hop, skip, and oh, jump. Oh my god, the worst. I rewatched <laughs> Borat on DVD recently. <laughs> that shit is funny. However, <laughs> when somebody does a... Uh, there was a summer of hardcore shows where everybody did Borat impressions. You, yep. Can you imagine that? <clears throat> I don't have to imagine it. Like I lived when it. somebody was dancing, they'd be like, "Very nice." Yep. Real thing. Real thing that happened. The world. Oh God, you know the, world <laughs> you know, the is, fucking world. God, the life is so fucking long. The world is so big. Send all bombs. Just fucking drop them on me. I'm ready to rock and roll. Release nerve gas. It's yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. I don't care. Release sarin. Sarin. You know, if I, uh, that's actually a kind of a cool name for a kid, Saren. Release Saren. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of my kid uh, that I'm having. It's uh, not Karen. Uh, it's uh, Saren. It's close. It's close. Yeah, it's Saren. Zyklon. It's, uh, it's a, uh, you know, uh, Saren Zyklon Hans. <laughs> wow. What do you think about that? It's a wild name. That's a kind of a name where you lay it all on the line first and foremost, and then you let, um, you know, you let, you just let the change fall where it may. <laughs> like, try to get a job. I mean, like, I want somebody, if I have a child, I want him to be challenged throughout all of life. I think Saren, <laughs> yeah. Saren is a beautiful name, but when you have the middle name, it's like, oh, I'm like Saren Z. Baker. 
And what's his E stand for? I've, you know, Don't I won't tell it. you what it's. <laughs> I'll just say that my parents are very fucked up people. It goes with the preface. You know, it's like the when I is- work. I don't think Saren's gonna be a thing too much longer. I think in the same way though, like like you and I understand that mustard gas happened, but like <laughs> no well, one's thinking hard about it anymore. I mean uh, fair enough. I'd say seventy percent of the people you pull on the street couldn't tell you what Zyklon B is. Yeah, I mean when we're talking about gases. Like vo- volatile military grade gases, I guess the hyper the hyper specific world of military grade ordnance. Uh, I guess uh, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. People aren't up in their military history. I watched. Um, I went and saw Dunkirk on Sunday. How was that shit? I want to go see it. It was good. It's okay. I will say it's uh, nothing I didn't know already. It's a little hokey. But uh, the, the acting is just okay, which I like. I like movies where people are just okay. I mean, no, I don't, every, I don't, even the best things are pretty fucking hokey now. Like, what's the what's the last good, legitimately good and not hokey movie to come out? And I'm like, I'm sure there's like, I don't know, like a handful of like smaller ones, you know, shit like that. Like, cool, I get it. I, I understand there will always be somebody doing something interesting, but like, for a movie with a budget, when is the last non-hokey movie? Like, I'm having a really fucking hard time. Saving Private Ryan. I don't. I don't. I never saw Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> oh my God, you never saw Saving Private Ryan? We have no. to watch an appoint. It's appointment viewing for us. I was gonna say Training Day. No, no, he's <laughs> bad. I, all right, listen, this is going to be the end of the podcast if you're just going to fucking say training day is bad. Are you kidding yeah, well, it's me? Like, all right, I mean, it's the whole thing. You know, it's, I mean, I'm it's, putting it's, cases on all you bitches. All right, fine. If you if it brings you joy, I support it. Such joy. It's really good. Um, there's a Burt Reynolds movie that came out in 1985 called Stick. I think that might be the worst. Stick? That, all right. Yeah, it's called Stick. I ran out of Bronson movies. So I'm thinking, if it's okay with you, I'm thinking that we should shift action stars. I'm into it. I think it's good. Although I uh, I should let you know that that movie that we tried for two and a half hours, <laughs> like it finally it, download. Yeah, we had like people at the house, and like everyone's like hanging out and having a nice time. Then you and I are segregated. <sighs> In the fucking living room, just huddled over laptops, trying care. to legally download this fucking Charles Bronson movie from 1984. Um, but I am happy to report that I now possess that movie. Oh my god, the evil that men do. Yes, exactly. The when the ports, uh, no when the ports will not do what they must. When the ports no longer do what they must. Harbormaster Charles Bronson is here. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. I'm so glad. I need to when we need to visit. We have uh, we have some visits to make. Yeah. Not only when I'm there, but we have to uh, we have to uh, visit some luminaries when we're in New York. That's make true. It a real day, and uh, I'm working on that now. Um, that movie, the evil that men do, might be the salve because I I watched Death Wish three. I watched all the Death Wish movies, and they're they're just okay. And I've watched them a hundred times. But I do like in Death Wish 3. I can't say enough about watching Death Wish 3. It's the best one. I don't care. I don't care about your opinion. Not you, just the people. It's the best one. Because he comes I'm going to watch this shit. 
it's so good because there he's having a nice first of all it's very fanciful because he's having a nice dinner with his friends who live in a bombed out section of new york like oh perfect well, we, we you know bought bought in low and we have a nice house and then he hears people fucking with his car and it's like one of those cat it's a cadillac seville but it's not the cool looking one it's just like the regular looking one the boxy one he comes out and he's like hey what's the problem here and people are like of course they're like stealing his stereo like very stereotypical and they're like and they're like who who like who can you know what and he's like that's my car he's like what's it to you and he's like that's my car that's so cool but then he pulls out a gun and shoots both of them because they pull at out a, a switch- dinner party what is this dude's fucking at a deal what's his problem yeah and it's not why can't he just go like fuck? Why can this dude not go twenty minutes without being a victim of crime and then blowing some dude away? It's what really, is his really, deal? It's really good. I'm gonna uh, watch that shit. Sounds great. I, honestly, I mean, it's like really good. <laughs> but I think we're running out of. Um, I do think we're running out of Bronson to talk about. Sad but true. I mean, we can go Clint Eastwood, but I think Burt Reynolds is an interesting character. Burt Reynolds because, is a, a much better option. Well, because he gonna, does, like... I'm going to ask you a question sure. quickly. When is the last time you watched Out for Justice? God, way too long. Maybe since I was a child. All right, so here's the deal. We got to do... This might be a six-hour podcast where we watch The Evil That Men Do fucking double yes. feature with Out for Justice. Uh, I rewatched Out for Justice for the first time since my youth a few days ago. It's like, it's like a fucking joy pill that somebody made and fucking gave me. It's just, it is possibly the stupidest thing ever committed to celluloid. It's amazing. I'm really so, into it. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I see no reason why we can't do that. And if we can get our quips together, we can actually put it real time on the video and release it Perfect. video. Perfect. Uh, Love it. Because I can download the, the video no problem and just put the audio over it. And we can just that do it that sounds way. like a joy. Oh my god, it would be great. But um I uh Burt Reynolds is an interesting character because he's famous. He's a little too famous almost. He dated Lonnie Anderson, you know, he had some some rough times. He was in he was had a had a modern movie career. He was in a uh, bit part in Magnolia, he was in Bo- Boogie Nights, that kind of thing. Mm. But he also in the eighties he was such a shapeshifter because after Deliverance and like Riding High on the Hog with um, Smoking the Bandit, that kind of thing. He did like a bunch of kinder, gentler, weirder movies. Uh, like, oh, I'm in love and I don't know what to do. But then Orion, the Orion company, got a hold of him. Orion is the rival of Canon, but they're both in the same Canon. Not to be punny, but Orion and Canon were the two major shitty movie houses of the 80s. Love them. If you saw a car chase, a shootout, fucking a woman getting her top ripped off in a fight, <laughs> it was an Orion movie, or it was a Canon movie featuring uh, directed by Golan Globus, right? So, uh, this is a movie called Stick. Somehow, some way, they got Burt Reynolds to be like a dude. Like a Charles Bronson dude. That's right? great. This is Stick. The mob took his money, killed his best friend, then set him up as the fall guy. 
Wow, this is so involved already. Oh, I love it. $5,000? My favorite part of the trailer. I'm so glad you picked up on it. He owes me Are you five, kidding me? He owes me $5,000. Jesus, can I offer you a line of credit to not fucking hit somebody with a bat? Like, shit. Wow. He owes me middle management month's salary. <laughs> my God. This right, is okay. about my Volkswagen Jetta. Yes, this is about my. This is actually about Jay Mascus's uh, Volkswagen Golf. This is all ties back to Jay Mascus tonight. Because if you get him mad, you can be sure of one thing. Give me a hat. He's going to get even. Why don't you push me hard? I the water. Wow. Burt Reynolds, you know. Holy shit! Yes. Wow, what a cast! Damn. Oh fuck! <laughs> Terrible. Now, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's but real bad. I'm very excited. I love that Burt Reynolds so bad with his money that, you know, that uh, the best story that I've ever heard about Burt Reynolds, all the money that he made in the 80s, he put into his property in Florida thinking that the, uh, <sighs> the, 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 Mar- the newfound Marlins franchise would want to have their spring training on his grounds. So he spent millions revamping his estate in Florida without even really consulting the Marlins staff, just running on his stardom, being like, well, of course, Burt Reynolds wants us to do this. So, And then uh, it didn't work out for him. Jesus Christ, that's very sad. (laughs) And spent all of his money. Like millions of dollars, really good, really really good. So I think uh, I don't know. We should maybe we should take a vote. I mean I know there's only two of us, but uh, I vote stick. I want to see this shit. Yeah, there's also a movie called Malone. Would you like to see that? Sure. Or hear that? Uh, you know, as you were as you were playing that, I said to myself, man, what does fucking Charles Durning's IMDb look like? This guy's been in some <laughs> weird fucking movies. Many Burt Reynolds movies. Apparently yes. these guys must have been tight. Oh, yeah, they're party bros. They have definitely have, like, a fuck palace downtown. Like an apartment where they just went. He was in no Dark Knight of the Scarecrow? Really? Okay. <laughs> when a stranger calls? Oh, actually, I kind of knew he was in a stranger. When a stranger calls. Oh, man. Solar Babies? Jesus fucking Solar Christ. Babies was great. Wow. What I love... Uh, with the, mm. What I... <laughs> what I love um, about comments on these movies is that they're few and far between but one of them just says yep still sucks (laughs) the youtube commenter is the best kind of commenter because they cut right through i think 
Um, anyways, this is a uh, this is a movie called Malone. He's a cop. Uh, you better get ready. Uh, he's a raging cop, and he's got some fucking problems. Fairly certain somebody just set a bomb off outside my house. So if I die, apologies. It's the bombs dropping now. Oh. And that's his first mistake. What happened in this town? Discovered toxic waste? Uh, this rich guy delaying moved in. Trying to buy it very Thomas Jefferson said the tree of freedom must be nourished from time to time. His blood. <laughs> For an awesome fat fight scene. This is fat Burt Reynolds. Oh man, that's so sad. Too much dialogue. This sounds fucking annoying. No, it's a bad movie. No, not with it. All right, we're sticking with stick. We're sticking with stick for the first one. Can't stick to the rules. No, it's fine. No, it's totally okay. Um, honestly, I think that uh, you know, it's like, I mean, I I think that Burt Reynolds is a fine replacement for our man. I'm with it. I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> I will, I will uh, continue to try and find a time to compile many, many movies uh, for our man. Not that aren't famous. I mean, he did a bunch of shitty movies, which is I find so fascinating because you think of all the blockbusters he was in: Smoking the Bandit, Smoking the Bandit Two, maybe just Smoking the Bandit. Yeah, they just, just <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting though? I was thinking about this before. Weirdly, I was thinking about. Um, a different Charles Bronson movie earlier, mm. Once Upon a Time in the West. But uh, you might know this. This is something that aggravates the fuck out of me, and you might know what this is called. Uh-oh. The inflection that adult human beings speak with mm. in 2017. Or let me let me re- redo that. The inflection that adults speak with in 2017. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yes. I yes. It, I heard the the people at the, me and Gab went out to dinner tonight, and the people next to us were talking like that the whole time. So well, frustrating. It's, and I, for some reason, flashed back to this dumb old fucking uh, Charles Bronson western. I was like, man, people never used to talk like that. People used no. to just speak uh, authoritatively on things. It's real fucking sad to or hear that. Even just speak. Like, just speak. Just speak. Just be like, or people would be very, people forgot the, the value of the economy of words at some point where if somebody asks me if I want to do something, I'll just be like, no. <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank no. you. But not even I'm good. I'll just be like, no. Or like, no, I don't like that. Oh, you want to try this? No, I don't like that. And in any other time in history, that would be fine. But let's say maybe the past 10 years, if you say no. Then you're the the dominoes are tumbling. Oh, he's mad. Why are you mad? Why? 
no, what's wrong? What is happening? And then you talk to you. You have that, that like up up talking. I guess you call it. Up to, I guess that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, Ooh, it's, it's terrible. Like, it's the conversational glue holding, like anxiety glue holding everything together. Because you're like, Andrew, like I really like the movie Stick. Like hoping you like it too, but I'm not gonna say it. Like I'm listening, but I'm also waiting for you to finish talking so I can I can continue my thought. But also, I don't want you to be mad. Like, you're beckoning more conversation because you've already jumped into the conversation hole, which for a lot of people makes people very anxious. Why, I don't know. But then it makes, then it's like, well, if we're going to do this, we have to keep it going by making everything a question. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> what you terrible. just did is terrible. Yeah, no, it's, it's the worst. Oh, but people, Jesus people do it all. I don't know why I roped that in with an old Western movie. It was just like the, it was the first example of people not speaking like that that popped into my mind. It was uh, fascinating and odd. Couples, but, couples do man. it all the time. Yeah, I just want to make sure that you still like me. Okay, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird digression, I know, but I, no, uh, but I, I thought, like, you know, maybe it'd be something we could, you know, just bring up. Maybe, you know, <laughs> weird see how we feel about it. Weird digressions are something that we do a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, um, have you, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's been a weird couple of weeks. And that's me. a show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> If we had a producer, they would just cut all this out, and it would be like, You're like, all right, minutes. that's that's enough of that. Like, oh man, like the obvious. Like, if you listen to the Mark Maron's podcast, you can hear the obvious cuts, where they like obviously went too long on a subject. But there's no such thing as too long with us. We can go whatever. I used to like if you listen to like the first twenty episodes, I was merciless with cutting. Like, I would cut silence between words sometimes because I felt like it was too long. Like it's like. To look back on is like cringeworthy, but I uh, I was really going after it, man. I was really trying to fucking make this shit sound nice. No, we and, still sound. Uh, we still sound. I think we sound better now. It's all oh right. Oh my god! People tell me that we're the best sounding podcast. People tell me that Dude. bar none, we are the best sounding podcast. I'm it's serious, easy. folks. I'm serious. I'm serious. You know, it's been uh, a long time since I heard a podcast that sounds as good as you guys. Just letting you know. Well, I'm going to actually tell you guys a secret to making your podcast sound this good. So take your headphones and, like, push them into your ears. Okay. And, you know, like, if, if there's somebody else in the room talking, tell them to shut up. Um spend a lot of money on microphones <laughs> like just you know what if you got a problem throw money at it that's yeah. it i think collectively we're sitting on like a couple grand i think just to do yeah to do just this skype podcast between the two of us we're sitting on yeah easily a couple grand worth of yeah. uh of, of you know good like not state of the art solid but um what's the industry standard Yes, of course. Broadcast equipment. So yeah. if you want your podcast to sound this good, not a problem. Get a night job and buy all this shit, right. and then you're good. Or do a weed cast where you just sit on a couch with your friend and talk about weed. You can do that, too. With, like, super loud fan and static in the background. Yeah. I There's... Um, 
Say it. There, no, I'm, I'm, no, like there's, there's a dude I always listen to. Like anytime I know he's on a podcast, I'll throw it on because I always find it fascinating. And last week, uh, I was like, hey, new podcast. I'm like, oh, well, that's sick. That's great. Downloaded some fucking, some random assholes podcast he was on and I played it and I couldn't get through it. Because it's, just, it's the sound of room noise and some schmuck asking bad questions. And it really made me reflect on, like, you got to polish. I just you know try what? a little. Sorry. You just got to Yeah, you got to try. Like it's, it's, the, it's the contract. If I'm going to try, so do you. Yeah. We're gonna, if, if, like, that's the contract. Like, I, if you're, if, like, it's like. Like oh man, like oh my god, oh you know like so like uh, it's welcome. Uh, I don't even know what we call this. I guess it's uh I don't know. This what? still sounds more high fidelity though. <laughs> I know because I'm talking into a nice mic. Yeah, it's it's, it's, like, it's yeah. That's a wee way far back. Is this better? Yeah, you're getting closer now. All right, we got uh, what's up? I'm here with Kevin. <laughs> got a we got a blaze a pound of weed tonight. Just talking. Got the air conditioner cranked. So we're gonna talk. Uh, we got Gothic King Cobra coming in a little bit later over Skype. <laughs> and uh, get this noisier if we can. Yeah, we're gonna make this a little no- noisier. Um, it's like a dog. Arf, 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 arf. And, you know uh, what? We have, you and I have released some bad sounding podcasts for sure. Well, like the first like, probably for five. sure because we use those little pocket mics. This is before yeah. we built an empire. But mm. like, anytime we've done a single microphone with a lot of people in the room, I mean, for sure is the most effective way to do it. Especially since I'm usually traveling during those and can't bring like four fucking mics and like an interface with me. Um, but I always feel so like. You always watch me get so fucking weird about releasing those, and they take, like, yeah. forever to come out because I try and, like, super, like, compress, and then I try and EQ, and I try and, like, make it, make it sound like it was recorded at fucking Abbey Road, which is not a possibility. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta try it, like, a little bit harder. You There's, uh... In Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the movie, there's a, a scene or a line or something where... Johnny Depp goes, well, fuck it. Anything worth doing is worth doing right. Sure. And I always thought that was, you know, was a pretty pretty decent line. And me and my former roommate used to, like, have a weird disagreement on it because his, his viewpoint was anything worth doing is worth doing. And <laughs> I, like, I, I get where he's coming from, but I still maintain that that's not the same thing. Anything worth doing is, in fact, worth doing right. And I, you and I are not doing this right right now. In fact, you and I will never do this right, and we'll continue to try to get better at it until one of our deaths. Sure. Um, think about this, too. One of us is going to do a solo podcast in the future that announces the, the death of the other. Yeah. Trip out on that for a second. I mean, it'll definitely be you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, our lives are getting weird. Who knows? I think yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, the I'll... only only possibility is if um, we both die in uh, 
in a North Korean nuclear strike, in which case it will be um, it'll be Steve Bannon doing the next episode of Overnight Drive to let everyone know that we've died. Yeah. No, I think that it'll be... We can do uh, the same thing we did with uh, the live Trump election podcast, where we'll just live... We'll go live, and that's how we'll die. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I think internet will fail. Uh, yeah, probably. But we'll try. We can just do it on... Uh, you know, there's other ways to do it. Plus, like I, I said... Uh... Like I said, it'll only be L.A., New York, and Washington, D.C. So everything else is fine. Sick. I mean... No, it, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go out in a blaze of glory. I, I have where I work, I have the perfect skyline view to see the flash. Like... <laughs> I do. Right it outside your perfect. house, like right outside your window, or like actually, in, yeah, anywhere I go, I am, I am, I am prepared. I moving to New York, especially like when terrorism was way crazy. Uh, I I sort of made a an understanding with myself that my last words were gonna be uh, "You're fucking kit," and then that was gonna be <laughs> that was gonna be it. I was like, I'd see the flash, be like, "Ah, oh, motherfucker," and then oh, oblivion. Fuck. God damn! Like, That's it. You what? Whoa! And you don't know so, if I'm yeah. saying woke or woke. No, I'm I'm so woke. Woke man. Woke. That's what I'd say. Uh, yeah, it. that's I, I just just say just say woke. There's no say, time to hug. There's no time to call. Scream hashtag Google memo. And then you're uh, you're met with oblivion. You're met with the pearly gates. Uh, rendezvous. Then I'm through with you, basically. <laughs> Remember that song? <laughs> rendezvous. Then I'm through with you. I added Sinead O'Connor on Facebook today, and she added me back. Wow, that's really nice. Major news. She had a meltdown on her video, mm. Facebook Live. She talked about being a uh, alone and all kinds of nonsense. She doesn't have to be alone. You exist. No, I, f- I know. I would just drive down there. She elects to stay in a travel lodge in New Jersey, even though she posted her address, and it's like a pretty nice high rise in Jersey City. <laughs> so like, go I'm, see Sinead O'Connor. What are you doing? No, I, I, I'm laying the, I'm laying it down, man. She said, you know, I, I would love to, um, I'd love to get her on the drive. She uh, yeah, that would be, be fantastic. That would be. I mean, she's an actual like lunatic. So, yeah, like, that, that that'd be. But what a get! Really good. What a get! That would be amazing. And then we talk about her like. All right, get get Sinead O'Connor. Uh, that's uh, th- that's <laughs> if you <laughs> if you're if you're running out of medication for the next few weeks and you need something intense to fixate on. That's I'm going to turn the key in your back and then turn you loose Thank on you. getting Sinead O'Connor on overnight drive. I will. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll just, that I'll sounds just great. Her. I'll say you know we're in town. We're ready to go. Before what if, the flash, what if, if you'd like to come over and burn a, a photo of the Pope in my living room, that would be remarkable. Limo interview. Me, you, Sinead O'Connor, and Michael Rapp, the greatest Chippendale of all time. I mean, wow. that sounds really good. 
What wow. if? All right. Okay. Listen, we're gonna play matchmaker here. What if we do all this, and then Michael Rapp and Sinead O'Connor have a, a passionate romance as a result? Oh my God! What if it's like? It turns out all that he needed to complete his life was Sinead O'Connor, and nothing really happens for her. Like that's a thing. Shit, shit just changes. Stays the same for her. But she's not lonely anymore because no. she's got Michael Rapp, and oh he's like one of the hottest. As she's men. having facebook meltdowns he's like planking in the background he doesn't even hear her anymore it's just like it's just the background it's like when the refrigerator compressor turns on it's just yeah. Sinead having a fucking meltdown he's and everything's cool motorcycle it's perfect yeah. it's planning the 40th anniversary see did i also tell you how obsessed i am with chippendales how for the 40th anniversary of Chippendales, it's in Atlantic City, so that means oh, I know. I, I, we might have talked about this on the podcast, but if we haven't, yeah, we got to do this. Got to do this, but I also want to get as many of the original members of Tall, Dark, and Handsome, the cast, that I can, and get them all together for a reunion. You want to just throw a sweet party in our fucking hotel suite? Yes, yes. Sweet party, gents. Sweet party, Tall, Dark, and Handsome reunion. Let's do this. Darren McBee, George Solomon, Michael. Darren Rapp. McBee's got to be going, right? You got to fucking get at him and tell him to get a plane I, ticket. I will pay for his plane ticket. I'm saying, I'll get him out there. He's a Although that's that's a slippery slope. All of a sudden, I feel like we're paying for all these motherfuckers <laughs> to get from the Midwest to fucking Atlantic <laughs> <California>. City. <laughs> like yeah. shit. Hey, brother. They all call each other brother. Oh, thanks, brother. Thanks for the memories, brother. All right. I'm, yeah, you get, you got to get in on this. You got to get your foot in the door of this before it gets away from you. You got to, you got two tasks. Okay. We got to end this podcast, but you got two tasks. One, you got to get Sinead O'Connor to stop bugging out on Facebook and yeah. get on here and tell us what it's like to live that wild ass life because she's she's had a weird one. Mm. Uh, and then yeah, you got to you got to get the get the Chippendales all to agree to come to our sweet party. I'll oh. get the suite if you book the party. I'll book the party in a second. Perfect. Wonderful. I just have to reach out. I have to be like, look, here's the deal. We're getting a reunion together. It's up to me. There's no one else that's going to do it. And I'm writing everybody. The women who are in it. Want to play Valerie? Take the picture. Everybody. Take the picture. Take, Take it. Picture. Take the picture. That's my alarm in the morning. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll play you my alarm. I will play you my alarm. It's going to be really good. Oh my god. Um what episode is this? 160. This is my alarm every morning. Valerie, <laughs> you have to take a picture of this. Girls the officer never gonna believe this. Sure, no problem. They certainly will. <coughs> okay, that's it. Don't finish. Oh. So Jesus good. Christ. Every morning I wake up with a big, big smile, smile on my face. That's a great song. Damn, it's been a while since I've heard this. It's a really good one. You gotta watch more than a. We gotta watch Taller Can Hansen tonight. When it kicks in, it's like, wow. It has all the movie sounds in it, too. Like, pew. Like, when he takes his pants Really, really good. Oh, yeah. Now, if you Um, you owe it to yourself to do two things, audience. Uh, I know know that we act like you're not here, but I know that you're listening. Thank you. 
thousands of downloads a week, and I thank you very much for that. You owe it to yourself to go on to YouTube and look up Chippendale's Tall, Dark, and Handsome and watch it for yourself. I know we've been talking about it for a while, but it is the best. It is one of the best things ever. And uh, I'm just saying. It is okay. super good. Super. All right. I mean, um, so we're done. This has been yeah. Much like we've started, we're uh, we're we're ending. Yeah. Uh, this has been episode one sixty three. Three. I think it's three. I think two was we we got a few back. One sixty was the last one to come out, and yeah. then I've been sitting on one sixty one for half a month, and then one sixty two was when we were at the house, that and now so this is one sixty three. Maybe I'll release these all at once and yeah. make everyone everyone who hasn't left our Patreon leave our Patreon. We'll see what happens. Everybody, uh, Patreon, uh, Patreon.com slash Overnight Drive. Um, give us a little hand, you know? We're Do not it. asking for much. And in return, you'll get a bunch of cool bonus stuff. We'll, uh, we get a bunch of memorabilia. Uh, also, Do I'll we? give you a free... If you, anybody you want to have pranked, I'll just do it. Girlfriend's kid style. No problem. We actually, we, we owe people girlfriends, kids. You got to fucking go through and, and figure out get, who. Uh, I, we have, we had four requests uh, and I asked all of them and they didn't get back to me. So. Yo, what are you doing? Get on it. I said, let's do all right. this. Hello. Um, all right, cool. Well, we will see all you guys uh, next week-ish, give yeah. or take. Oh, yeah. uh, possibly with a Chippendale in tow or Sinead O'Connor if you oh are God. you know if you if you fucking pitch to 80 superstars half as good as you fucking collect money for nonprofits, we're in business <laughs> That's after that find say. me Dale Bazio oh god she's um, also nuts and lives in New England so perfect I know I'm saying like the amount of people I would love to have on this podcast who are nuts and in New England easily double digits. Like, this, is why, this shouldn't be that hard. That's why Patreon's so important because it gives us money to do shit like this. Because invariably some of these schmucks are going to ask for like money. So that's where you come in. And it'll Thank be you. easy. And it'll be fine. A couple bucks. And then we can get All right. Del Bazio. <laughs> All right, we will be back next week. Cue the music, be good, uh, take the picture. Well, hey, podcast listener, my name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. 
wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.